Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Hump Day. That's like just yesterday I said that. <laughs> two more days, two more days. Uh, the world is on fire, quite literally. Every day is something different. Uh, we have the witch hunt, witch trials that are about to begin uh, tomorrow, upon which you will likely see, I'm trying to think of what, why Fox said they were not airing it. I don't know. Uh, uh you know, God bless those of you who are uh, conservatives who are getting the word out of just how unconstitutional the J6 commission is, uh, much less these hearings, which should be um, interesting. And I know from what I've been reading, the Republicans have, uh, you know, something that they're going to rebut with. Uh, so uh, Steve Bannon, um, you know, subpoenaing uh, Nancy Pelosi and others uh, just yesterday thought that was interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. If anything, uh, I believe most of you know by now that um, her husband has all but been exonerated. Uh, His charges have been dropped for DUI. Uh, She made a call to her family member, uh, the governor of California, and asked, allegedly, this is reported, uh, for uh, that to be expunged uh, before it was ever adjudicated. So we do live in a banana republic. If you are still confused about that, I'm not really sure what to say. But I do have something very encouraging to share with you today, uh, and it is around currencies. Okay, And as we all know, we have not seen the bottom of the currency of this country yet. And, uh, you know, every day there's something else or there's someone else trying to tell us that what we see isn't really happening, but it kind of is. And we couldn't see it coming, even though we created it. Um, you know, it's like magnification of cognitive dissonance of every proportion. So it's like two plus two, you have to tell yourself every day, two plus two really is four. So and for those of us who know that, you know, it, it can be it can be like, it can be jarring to watch all of this going on. And you're like, but what about our gas prices? And, and then so-and-so is telling me that we could be hit, our electric grid could be hit to, you know, or it's going to get so expensive to force everybody into this kumbaya moment of, you know, really lining the pockets of the elites in this whole, you know, brouhaha push to save the planet through electric cars and things that still require oil. (laughs) But for the uninformed and the otherwise low-hanging fruit for the Democrat Party, they don't get that. Some of you are like, oh, well, you know, gas price, and I've said it too, gas prices affect everyone. Not most people who are on bus lines or on subways or scooters or bikes and some people who have lived generationally off of the boob of government, no, gas prices really don't matter to them. There's still going to be generational voting that occurs there. So uh, all of that is uh, 
Oh, here's just breaking. An armed man was arrested. This is breaking news. Arrested outside of Kavanaugh's, Justice Kavanaugh's house. So, again, you know, thank you to the White House for encouraging people to show up at Supreme Court justices' homes uh, illegally to intimidate and now clearly, you know, armed, uh, you know, with who knows what they have planned. I mean, we live in some very crazy times in this country, and we haven't really hit the bottom. We just haven't. But there's good news. There's really good news. So, and I want to share this with you today. As many of you in my audience have been uh, making moves over to GoldCo, okay? Speaking of currencies, this all rolls in together, right? So I wanted to do a word study on currencies. And the only word that I could find in scripture just yesterday was current. Um, and it referred me back to Genesis. And there was an exchange. There was a monetary exchange there, right? And so many of you are fleeing to my website, monicamatthews.com backslash goldco. Uh, and you've moved vast amounts of money over into gold and silver. And I am, I don't blame you. (laughs) I don't blame you at all. uh, Because there are some things that have been proven to be foundational in the way of currencies, right? In the way of this temporal space that we, uh, that we, uh, upon what, in, in which we live, right? You have currencies, things that we use to, to execute transactions, And so I applaud you all for making uh, the decision to contact the good folks of Gold Co. to find out how you can protect your assets and move your assets over into something more of a shelter. Uh, I don't know all of the ins and outs, which is why I encourage you to contact uh, the representative with Gold Co. at monicamatthews.com backslash Gold Co. But my whole point in bringing that up is because with regard to currencies, I thought to myself yesterday, okay, I'm questioning things about the monetary system of this country, other nations, the world. Like, what is God's, because God is not a God that hates currencies or or that hates money. Uh, people misquote that scripture all the time. It is the love of money. It's also the love, the lust, really, the, the love affair that we have with anything that's going to detract us from complete homeostasis uh, as God created us to dwell with him. Right. And that's just my humble belief. And one of the greatest things that's been said to me in recent days was what comedian Tim Young said when he was on my show a few days ago. And, um, and, and he complimented me on the fact that I was right. And other Christians were right. Whenever we've been calling the nation back to repentance and to morality. And it wasn't that I was right. I appreciate that. It wasn't that I was right. It was that it was impressed upon my spirit to share that. And so I did. I've also been mocked and told, yeah, yeah, well, that's for church people. And so now you see with the molestation of our children, the absolute maiming and mutilation of their bodies and the mental and sexual molestation of kids from the trans community um, in the way of drag shows molesting their innocence, and parents going along with it. I mean, it does require parental guidance, which is pretty sick. And so as hard as we are on child porn and trafficking and all of that, where is the FBI on this? 
why are you arresting parents for standing against CRT, but you're not arresting parents for taking their children into adult venues, touching adults and their bodies to put money in their G-strings? Where are we? Where are we on that, right? So so the world at large is like super perverted, and we've always known that, always has been. But this country has hit a, a new record, high, low, however you want to look at it, of reprobation and perversion and craziness. And so I appreciate that, um, that kind word from Tim. Um, but I see it for what it is. Some of us, you know, have been looking looking out as seers and going this is coming this is coming it's you got to turn back we got to turn we got to turn we got to turn um and we didn't turn and so here we are and many people thought that we had turned and been delivered because Donald Trump was the president but really all that did was give us a reprieve for 4 years and show us just how nasty and deep and wide the swamp is and that it's global it's not just DC that's what those 4 years did for us and for people who didn't have a foundation of faith you probably looked at that and went okay great now what do we do oh yeah we should just hold another election and hold our breath and wait for the midterms and it'll all be okay but no it won't all be okay because those that currency is done. The currency of politics is done. Especially with what I believe God is doing in and with this country and through this country. And we really are on a very shameful display right now in this country for the world. True story. It's bad. People around the globe are grieving our downfall. And that's what's happening. So uh, you have to understand what that means to people who have seen us as a beacon of light. They have seen us as the curators of liberty. Right? So I was studying uh, the word currencies yesterday. And so this was so good. So God's kingdom, and this was, this was my, the current, right? Current Okay, back in Genesis, that's where I went. He says the word um, currency is circulation as a medium of exchange. Think about the things that are circulating right now that we are exchanging amongst ourselves um, and that are not bringing anything but death, hell, and destruction. Heart attacks, confusion, stomach ulcers, separation of you know from yourself, from your family, your friends, uh, political upheaval, again, partisan upheaval. Um, think about the things that are in circulation right now that do not bring a medium of exchange um, that brings life, that fosters righteousness. Okay, so you know what? Let me start there. Let me go here. Okay, because some of some of you are like, oh, but I I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm believing for this, right? But see, in God's kingdom, there's an order to things. There's usually an if this, then that. If you do this, then I'm gonna do this. If you don't do this, then um then this is gonna happen. Right? It's just kind of universal laws, if you will, right? But this right here is a promise. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things all these things will be added unto you. This is Jesus speaking, right? About what do we eat? What do we wear? All the things we all worry about, especially looking at the economy. How am I going to afford to go to work? 
Well, here's the answer. First, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Matthew 6.33. And his righteousness, a lot of churches leave that out. They leave out the his righteousness component to that. They don't preach that. It's just first seek ye the kingdom of God, because that's what we do, because we have itching ears, and we just love to change stuff up like that to suit our needs. But his righteousness is where at first seek him and his righteousness. You have to seek him and his righteousness, not yours, his. Because whenever he's the plumb line, and you understand that he is the scale. He's the weights, the scale, the balance, all of it. <laughs> and his word is the scale. His word are the scales. His his word is the plumb line of all of creation. Now, I'm speaking to those of you who believe, and for those of you who don't, maybe you'll learn something new and it will, you know, spark your curiosity. I don't know. But I believe we are in a season of great harvest in this country, and I do believe that the workers are few and uh, the quicker some of you figure out who and whose you are, um, the more equipped and the faster you will be equipped to actually get out and do some things that are going to bring you and operating in these currencies right here regarding the kingdom of God and his economy. Because he has an economy that has nothing to do with the Federal Reserve, has nothing to do with this country and, uh, you know, uh, violations of fiduciary responsibilities, has nothing to do with any of that. It's his economy. The kingdom of heaven, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, how do you get into that flow? Well, first you seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things are added unto you that you need. He knows what you need. Jesus said that. He feeds the birds. He clothes the birds. So you don't think he knows what you need? It's easy to parrot these and to spout these uh, scriptures until you can't afford gas or until you get the notification that your power is going to be shut off or you've lost your job. You cannot, you're on your 20th interview. You cannot land anything. Uh, you don't have a skill set. Your husband left you anyway. Uh, you know, you name it. Your kid ha- does want to transition and they're eight. And your school is helping them do it. What do you do with all this? What do you do with all this? First, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness because that puts you in order. And God is a God of order, which is why I'm always talking about order, not disorder and chaos. Okay. God's currencies. This is so good. And it multiplies exponentially. It will always produce a return. These will always produce a return that transcends anything going on down here with elections and, and stolen elections and thieves and crooks and whores and crack pipe sons and all of that stuff and uh, you know Ukraine, all Russia, all this stuff. It just it does. It transcends all of it. It can, in as much as you operate within them, they do not return void. They will exponentially increase in your life. As you invest these, ready? Joy. Joy is absolutely a currency within the economy of the kingdom of God. Joy. And the joy of the Lord is our what? Strength. So some of you are just tired, you're famished. And the Lord's like, okay, we'll bring it. Come on, it's free. Isaiah 55. Some of you are just toiling and working and tight and just, oh my gosh. And God's like, what are you doing? I have a whole buffet here for you. We've got everything here for you. It's totally free. Just come sit down and eat and drink something. Let me put my righteousness, my righteous robe on you. Let's commune. Let's talk. Let's chat. 
Let's chat. Got some great things for you to see and feel and hear and think and be and move and breathe and have your being, right? All that stuff. Okay, joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So for those of you who are feeling weak and tired, you're over it, you're fed up, and you live your lives on Twitter, which is super dangerous, uh, joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It is a currency that whenever you exchange that, whenever you receive it from God and you exchange it, you invest it into others, you use that as a matter of currency in other people's lives, beginning in your home. Got to keep things in order. Beginning in your home, you will see a return on that investment that you cannot even contain because it's his kingdom. Peace. My peace I leave with you, not as the world. My peace surpasses all understanding. So whenever you are looking at how in the world am I going to pay for gas? I just got fired. If I don't take the vaccination, I'm going to lose my job. Some people are rolling back over into that thanks to the monkey pox, herpes, whatever is next. I don't know. The toenail fungus, whatever they're throwing at us next. Okay, you better get ready. Take your peace. Because when you're in a, in a state of peace, you can make sound decisions. You can hear him. You can hear to turn right or turn left or to stand still or to back up or to move forward or to just take a season of rest. Uh, He uses the foolish things to confound the wise, that's for sure. And so he will have us, you know, doing things that while, while the rest of the world is doing this, God's like, okay, well, this is how I want you to do it. And you're going to be like, that doesn't make any sense at all. And he's going to be like, I know. Just trust me. And that's how you start to build testimonies that are amazing. And they build your faith and they build the faith of others around you. Which, by the way, is one of the currencies. Faith. So your ability to trust, right, and see God show up and show out, then you can take that currency. Trust is another one. And and then that multiplies into the currency of faith. This sounds super foolish to those of you who are not in the spirit or of it. I know that. It's okay. Just turn the channel. Come back another day. Or listen, because it may actually encourage you and inspire you to seek God, because I guarantee you he's knocking at the door of your heart. Because he already said that he wished that no man would perish. So open the door. Righteousness, another currency, righteousness. Okay, what is righteousness? Well, one of the root words um, in the etymological study, I love etymology, of, uh, of righteousness is equity. He bought you. He has equity in you. He bought you back unto himself. Like it or not, it's just true. He bought all of creation back from death and hell and destruction and separation and all this other stuff that we see emerging and manifesting in our country right now and really across the globe. He bought us back from all of that. So you can transcend if you understand who and whose you are and that you have been redeemed and he has equity in you. And equity also means to make things even So for those of you who struggle with feeling like, you know, you feel a little bit of cognitive dissonance because 
you do believe that everyone is created equal. You do subscribe to the constitution, but you go to work every day and you have a department that your company has spent millions of dollars to employ, to deploy uh, against the truth, which says that you're already created equal. It's just that not everybody is suitable for everyone else's position because maybe you just don't have the skill set. Maybe you don't have the right attitude. Maybe you don't have the right experience. Has nothing to do with your sexuality or your skin color, nationality, creed, none of that. Has nothing to do with slavery. Has nothing to do with white supremacy. Nope, nothing to do with that. And so I feel for you. But here's one way to overcome that. And so whenever people come around at your job and they say, hey, do you mind signing right here? Because we need to know that, you know, that you understand your white privilege. Right? And that you're part of the problem. When Coca-Cola employees are stuck sitting, you know, with Matt, with books that tell them, you know, just try to be a little less white. Right? You can look at that and go, mm, yeah, no. See, I was created uh, perfectly by God. And he made all of us even through his righteousness. We're all even Stephen. And so that's how I'm going to live my life. By treating other people like my equal. Treating other people with honor and dignity and respect. That's what we're called to do. We're not called to sign off on false accusations. So stop doing that. Okay, hope. Another currency in the kingdom. Hope. The God of what? Hope. He is the God of hope. Some of you are like, oh, hope is not a strategy. Yeah, it is actually the only strategy we have in this country right now. Hope. The God of hope. That's a currency. You put your hope in something, now you got to be careful with this one. The Bible also says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So if your hope has been deferred, this that's a good time to hunker down and start inquiring of the Lord. Why is this thing delayed? What is holding this thing up? Go read Daniel. He was delayed. But the angel of the Lord told Daniel, I may have been delayed, but the minute you purposed it in your heart to pray and to fast and to seek, when you inquired, it was done. It was done. It was done in the heavenlies. There's no distance in the spirit. But there can be spiritual delays that have been put in place to make your heart sick. So that's whenever it really helps to have an understanding of the spirit world and and, and what's happening there and who is holding things up, who might be holding up some of your blessings, uh, who might actually be trying to bless you with the wrong things (laughs) that look good and smell good and all that stuff. Ladies, men. Okay, grace, another currency in the kingdom, grace, unmerited favor. Grace is also the ability to comprehend uh, the kingdom of God and to apply, to understand his word and to apply it. That too is grace. It's the opening of your mind to be able to, not your third eye, no. It is the opening of your mind, having the mind of Christ, to be able to understand what the heart and the mind of God is through the word because the word also says who can know the mind of Christ who can know the mind of God but we have the mind of Christ but God is so vast and so amazingly deep and wide 
that we'll never comprehend him on this side of eternity. I hope we can at some point on the other side of eternity. That would just probably be too much to contain. I really do believe that his mercy is so vast and his love is so vast for us and it's so powerful and it's so pure and so holy and so filled with just light that everything in us that is not of that just burns in his presence. I think most people are not afraid of God's wrath. They're afraid of his love. Because anything that's not of him does not stand in his presence and the fiery furnace of his love. And his love is so pure that it burns all of our impurities away. I think that's awesome. And whenever I think about the vastness of his of who he is as love and his grace and his mercy, like it is like heaping coals on my head. Which is why the Bible tells you to be nice to your uh to people who spitefully to pray for those who spitefully use you. Because that's easy to do, but that's what we're told to do. First, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Okay, so mercy. I just mentioned that. Mercy is another currency. Mercy super hard for most people to extend. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Forget it. They don't, they don't, oh my gosh. Someone just the other day in a prayer room was like, you know, you need to be forgiving these politicians and people who have cheated, people who are lying and falsely accusing. And I'm like, I'm just going to step on. Because I admittedly, I see the injustices, the injustice of, of this world right now and what's going on and what's been stolen in the way of hope, joy, elections, whatever you want, local elections, whatever you want to look at, however, you, all the truth coming out now about how all of this has gone down. And I know many of you feel this way too, um, where you're like, I'm sorry, did you just say I need to pray for those people and to forgive them and to extend mercy? I didn't write it, but that's what it says. And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and we can't do any of this without the Lord. Love. Love. That's his currency. That's his chief currency. Because all the other currencies flow out of this this currency. <laughs> like, this is the economy of God. Love. But all of these other currencies flow out of that. Right? And last but not least, I've already mentioned it, faith. And this is not an exhaustive list. This is These are just notes from my study yesterday whenever I took a day off because I had to. Because the day before was a six-hour space with homosexuals who are speaking out against the uh, sexualization of our children who shared a lot of, you know, touching stories, testimonies, heartbreaking things. If you missed that show, you should go listen. It'll help you understand that a lot of gay people think that you all think that they are pedophiles because they're gay. I was astounded to hear that from some people uh, because I don't believe that as a Christian. And I honestly, I've never heard anyone espouse that who is straight or a Christian or both, whatever, um, that, that automatic assumption. So... Interesting, but there were a lot of interesting things shared in that space, a lot of commonality around um, uh, around saving the children. Some of you have a hard time with that in the body, and you have accused me of being a lukewarm Christian, and I want to address that. There is nothing lukewarm about um, 
my Christianity, don't confuse how I've been instructed to handle a particular conversation with thoughtfulness and with discernment, with I'm lukewarm. Some of you are so hell-oriented that I think you may actually end up on some level of it because that's where you choose to focus. And it's like it is the kindness of the Lord that leads people to repentance. Period. That is what the word says. So I don't beat people over the head for what they're practicing. I know exactly what the Bible says. They can read it. I can read it too. I've been very clear about homosexuality in my shows. I've also been clear that there's a very interesting uh, uh, war going on within the spirit realm where you can find common ground with people who see and some of you blame the homosexual the homosexual community for getting us to where we are now with trans and with kids because you think that we've agreed with one level of it now it's just descended into another and that's a whole lesson in theology that's a whole theological conversation um th- that is also probably involves a little of eschatology um, it's a deeper and broader conversation that I'm going to have in this show today. Uh, but I think it's important for us to understand that you can't judge my walk with the Lord um, based off of one show that you've turned tuned into to accuse me of encouraging people to stay where they are. I've often said in my shows that I speak about everything that the word tells us is sin because if I'm addressing the sin in my own life and I'm calling out sin in my own life, why would I tolerate yours as a minister, right? Like, and I, and I use the term tolerate in that sense, that if you come to me as a minister for ministerial guidance, um, that's why it's important that I keep my house in order. That's why it's important that I am walking with the Lord and um, and going from glory to glory, albeit not perfectly. But I am not um, lukewarm. I've actually stepped aside from the ministry um, for a season because I knew I was living all kinds of crazy. And that's just what I wanted to do. I was in full on rebellion and, um, and just convinced myself that I had every validation for being there and I was a victim and, uh, boy, that victimhood mentality, man, it'll lead you into the jaws of death faster than anything. And I was completely discontented and was listening to Satan accusing God about everything going on in my life and everything that had gone on in my life. I mean, total pity party and just all up in some rebellion and was like, mm, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't ever want to have to answer to Christ for that. No, thank you. So I want to be in pursuit of Christ. I want to first seek his kingdom and his righteousness and then trust 
that everything I need to live a righteous life will be added unto me. And this, this economy right here of joy, peace, righteousness, hope, grace, mercy, love, and faith in that economy, as he invests those into me, I receive them. I'm able to reinvest that into the world around me and I'm able to discern when um, it is the time to address something, which I did actually address um, homosexuality on my show last week uh, for the better half of the week. So much so that I ended up, uh, I watched my numbers on those shows decline because people don't want to um, engage on that level with regard to homosexuality. So, okay, (laughs) that's fine. But uh, I would, um, and I have had many people who were in that space the other day ask me, you know, because I asked them, I'm like, you got to help me understand how, because I'm curious, how as a gay person, you profess Christ, right? And as your Lord and your Savior. And so how does that, how do you reconcile um what you practice in the way of expressing your sexuality and your love for someone uh, with what scripture says about that practice. And we have not in the, honestly, the honest answer from some of my friends in there was, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just believe that Jesus loves me. And I know that I've been gay since I was little and I don't know how not to be gay. And so I just, you know, keep going. That's their honest answer. And I'm not their minister. Now, if they had asked me to minister through that, then we would. We'd hold hands and get on up to the cross and, you know, do this thing called ministry together. But I have not been asked to um, to encroach upon that. So I don't. But I'm very clear. So you don't have to worry about me. And you certainly don't need to waste any time falsely accusing me. Because I know who I am and whose I am. And some of you would do well if you would do that too. So do yourself a favor. Go buy your father some slippers or a house robe or a dog bed. Eh, Some of you husbands are sleeping in your dog beds, unfortunately. We should do a show about that. So, but you could get one dog bed, like a big dog bed, right, for dad or your husband. (laughs) And a smaller dog bed because you're going to keep buy one and get one free. So use my code, Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A. I'm just kidding. But uh, Father's Day is coming up. And man, if we ever need to have some sanity and seek God in his righteousness, to just right side up the world and get the the arrow on the milk carton going vertical again. Um, it's now. It is now. And I love the fact that Tim was like, comedian Tim Young was like, you know, okay, fine, Monica, you, you know, you were right. You and the other Christians, you know, yeah, we, we need God. We need the Bible. We need Christ. I was like, hallelujah, I don't need to be right. He was right about that. We need him. I need him. We all need him. And so this is how we've gotten into this position. You guys think it's all Democrats, but that is not true. Uh, Republicans love little kids as much as, not as much probably, but, you know, they're just not as brazen about it. But, uh, you know, this is, listen, this is a bipartisan, uh, bi-ethnic, tri-ethnic. This is a fallen nature issue. This is a sin issue. And the only way to remedy sin is to go to the source of the remedy 
for sin. (laughs) Just makes sense, doesn't it? It's not going to be policy. It's not going to be more laws. It's not going to be bitterness and strife and accusation and envy and jealousy and covetousness and, and unforgiveness and, you know, wrath and murder and all of this, you know, what? What? No. That is not going to take this country to the place I believe God wants to take our country, which is a better place than we've ever been in before. I really do believe that was spirit-led to be said. So I hope that encourages you today. I got other things to go do, but I do love you. And I'll be back, uh, God willing, and the creek doesn't rise. And I don't get trapped in another nine-hour space. (laughs) Hopefully I'll see you guys tomorrow. Remember, monicamatthews.com backslash gold co. Check them out. Simple conversation. Get the information and protect your assets. Also, head over to MyPillow.com. Use code word Monica for anything. Love you guys. Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. 